All right, everybody, we are back with another episode of Potagogy. Hi, listeners. We are here, and we are really, really excited. We put together something awesome for you, um, courtesy of some, uh, ex- based on something that we found reading online. Yeah. Laura, do you want to talk about it? Because you were really the brainchild behind this. Okay, well, so I should say that last year when I started teaching cereal, I reached out to Pete to Canada, who I think, Mike, you've talked with, right? With who? Pete, Pete from New Jersey, Pete to Canada, he teaches at Woodlawn High School. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I reached out to him, and then he was actually the one who got me to read some of your stuff. And Even so, yeah, so that's kind of like how I was brought into your world. Right um, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it, I guess from there it just became something that I just kept following you after that. Yeah. <laughs> the way social, you can do on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so, anyway, that was a little side note. Mike Godsey is here on yeah. our podcast today, yeah. guys. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Um, Thank you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I teach uh, in the Central Coast of California and teach English, and I write for the Atlantic Monthly, and I publish lesson plans um, for serial mostly, but other things, and I'm mostly interested in podcasts, actually, in the classroom. Um, cool. It's a little niche that I think is important. Cool. And how did you, like, how did you get started in the podcast world? My wife, she listened to Serial, and she needed somebody to listen to it with her so she could talk about it. And so I listened to it, and then I needed somebody to talk to about it besides my wife, so I brought it to my classroom. And in a really nerdy way, I knew this was perfect for, uh, God, this sounds awful, but everything in the Common Core. I mean, as far as critical thinking and listening skills and um, reading skills a little bit also and analysis and everything was super engaging. So I said, I'll give this a shot, one episode. And a lot of this just happened organically. They loved it. And they're like, we're definitely doing episode two. And I scrapped what I was doing and just did that. Wow. So really, so were you teaching Zero for the first time as it was be, as it was being released last year? We listened to this is almost like divine. We, um, I knew I was doing the right thing when the final episode came out on our final. That's oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That one we actually was the only one. Usually I screen them first and set up some lesson plans, but that was the final. And there's no way I was going to, like, not listen to the final with them. So we all brought in cereal and some breakfast yes. cereal, I mean. Yes. And um, had a cereal party and listened to the final episode for our final. And um, that was it. So, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it was great. Wow. And so then, since then, you just haven't looked back in terms of sort of incorporating them into the class? Yeah, yeah. So I've gotten better about the lesson plans, so that's better. But um, it's fun when it's live, too. I mean, like I said, I don't usually do it live, live, but the engagement is much greater, I think, always when the students know the teacher doesn't know where this is going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did you, as you were doing, as you were teaching it and talking to your colleagues about it, did you get any pushback? No, I, I teach at a school that's very open to new ideas. So this has been a great place. It's Morro Bay High School, and um, they they're very open to it. I've been really lucky to have an administration that's cool with it. In fact, I got stopped by the assistant principal, who's uh, almost famously like straight laced. <laughs> I need to. You've been you've been teaching cereal in your classroom, and I said, yeah. And he said, we need to talk about this. Oh gosh. I said, okay. <laughs> 
And he goes, so, Jay's kind of sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And we just talked about cereal for like the next 15 minutes. And then I knew I was free. I knew I was like, okay, I'm good. Oh, that's great. Nice. So no, not really any, no, no, no pushback here. Okay. What about from the large, as you began to write about it, um, from the larger education community? You know, I'm thinking about some of your comments regarding like listening, um, cognitive listening ability, Mm -hmm. cognitive reading ability, that sort of thing. Oh, no, no pushback there at all. Um, there was a little bit, a tiny bit of pushback from when I first published, I don't know how far you go back with with reading my stuff. The first one was why I'm teaching serial instead of Shakespeare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I read that one. I read that one. (laughs) It was kind of clickbaity. I didn't mean to, it was just a blog post, but, um, that one got a little bit, there was people that were more like sad for Shakespeare. Um, and I got a touching email from somebody who said like, they lost their father recently. He was an English teacher, and they said, you know, I go to the real literature oh, for Solace, not yeah, this. Yeah. And, but actually, I was kind of disappointed there wasn't more pushback. I thought there'd be more mm-hmm. literary nerds out there like me that, that are like, what are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? Stop. Yeah. But uh, no, it's been very popular, and it's been very positively received, and the kids love it and I keep grimacing when I see an email from somebody thinking they're going to complain and they go oh my god my kids are so into this they're cutting other classes to come listen to it again or yeah. they're, they're actually listening to it for homework which they never do and um, it seems like the lower level kids even more are getting excited that there's a story that they can get into so how many uh, podcasts do you teach in over the course of the year mm-hmm. um just one I did season one last year I didn't really do season one this year. I did, uh, we're doing season two. Mm-hmm. And then in little snippets, I teach criminal justice, so I like the uh, podcast Criminal. Yeah. Called Criminal. Yeah. Um, they, we did the Bill Simmons podcast when yeah. he got kicked off the air for two years. Bill Simmons uh, ESPN. podcast for ESPN. Yeah. And he ripped on Roger Goodell, and he got suspended. So we got to talk about libel and slander and why what he said was actually illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then This American Life does one called Is This Working? Yeah, and it's yeah. about the school to prison um, yeah, school to prison pipeline that kids don't understand. Yeah. And it does a great job of showing that. And I supplement that with a video that, with permission from the kid, is a basketball player that plays for me, and he's African-American. And he got in a little, little bit of a tussle with somebody on a basketball court. You can watch all the refs separate him from everybody else rather than the, the white guy he's fighting. Um, which is something the kids, like, after they, after they listen to the podcast, they see that in a completely different light. Mm-hmm. So that was really powerful. Huh. And uh, we use Listen Current. Uh, it's a website that uses news, uh, really contemporary current news, and I really like how they give transcripts. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. really important to me now, so that kids can read while they're listening, right. mm-hmm. and then there's lesson plans that go along with that. Yeah, interesting. Now, Michael, we have we had a question. We were wondering. So, uh, you know, we both have really gotten on board as well, uh, obviously as well as totally. you, sort of like the teaching the podcast side. But we are wondering about how you assess students' learning about the about the podcast. Do you have them podcast themselves? Are they are they writing about the podcast? Like how how does that side of things fit in with the with the changing content that you're bringing in? It's 
really easy. So I start at the, at the very basic level. They take quizzes like usual. Mm-hmm. I usually use them as listening guides. Okay. But that's, that's embarrassingly basic. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all do that. <laughs> we so. have the reading quizzes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then after that, there's um, lessons that include analysis. I mean, we just go right through Bloom's taxonomy. You know, we do analysis, and we also apply it to our lives. And uh, it's really easy to do the writing. So they write their own narratives based on the narratives they're listening to. Um, they do explanatory essays okay. as if they're explaining the episode to their parents mm-hmm. or friends. Okay. And then the evaluation essay is great, obviously, um, because they're evaluating whether Adnan is guilty or Bo should be yeah, punished yeah. or any of those. So it happens really naturally and organically. Uh, the, the podcasting is the ultimate. Uh, they're doing their own, and that's on the other side of the spectrum from the quizzes. They're really rich. They're so full of potential. I'm so excited about it. It's also, of course, really hard to quantify yeah. yes. as far as assessment goes. <laughs> yeah. Really hard. Yeah. I didn't think it'd be that hard. And then do you have them, when they're podcasting, do you have them pot, like podcast a version of an analytical essay they would write, or are they making their own sort of like investigative journalism podcast? Making their own. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it takes a lot of scaffolding. Uh, I thought at first, man, we've been listening to this so much, let's just do our own, and what a mistake, and of course, I knew that going into it. But, all right, let's back up and let's reanalyze what Sarah Koenig did. What are we doing that, you know, let's apply what we want to do, stealing her form, basically, and then producing our own. And um, it's great for project-based learning, which is what we're trying to do here, Mm -hmm. but it Honestly, in terms of like where, where I have felt a little bit of pushback, in, in, in just in terms of project-based learning in general, but this in particular is where you're talking about how much time has to go into these things. People say, well, you know, are you spending more time on the on the project than you are on the on the on reading on on the literature on that? You know, that's where I feel like. Yeah. Maybe even I'm feeling yeah. that sort of anxiety myself and, you know, how much time goes into the project of it, even though there's, as you're saying, there's so, there's so much that you can get out of that sort of experience. Yeah, I'm right with you. And I feel that pushback and exactly what you said, uh, feel a little anxiety myself. Uh, I did not know it would take that long to, mm-hmm. to do our own 10-minute podcast. So that's why it needs to... I just visited High Tech High. Uh, they're, they're the project-based Yeah, yeah. They, they always surprise people when they say, no, we plan these projects way ahead of time. And I think that's to facilitate it not taking so long. Like, here, here's the template. You know, you got, they can, the students can fill in the template of how they want, and there can, there can be some analysis there, but the production of it has to be facilitated because otherwise it'll take forever. Yeah. We, uh, we're much more interested in the listening and the reading and the, the analysis and the application the actual project, I kind of let them do for fun for a week, mm-hmm. and um, it's tough to judge them on that outside of a creative writing course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They do the basics, and then the transcripts have been—that was the latest thing I wrote on. It just yeah. blown my mind yeah. that they—they they changed everything. And again, that happened organically. I put that on the on the projector just as a hey, here it is. Um, if you, if anybody cares, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> all of them were glued to it. 
Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? Yeah. And they got mad when I didn't scroll quick enough. <laughs> and it just made perfect sense. I mean, my little girl is six, and she loves the transcripts on our cartoons. And I've actually started talking to adults now. They're like, yeah, I put transcripts on my TV. Um, it's such a good, valuable way of learning reading. Yeah. And, it's, mm-hmm. and again, the lower-level readers are the ones that usually hate reading. They're the ones looking at the screen the most. They get to see what they're hearing, and they just instinctively love it. Yeah. Um, could you could you talk a little bit about like where you see pod like the composition of a podcast being similar to or different from like the composition of something more traditional, like the formal academic essay? Um, you mean like as far as listening to it? As far as creating it. Creating it, we create it just like we would an essay, just as formally. Um, we talk about the structure starting from the very first episode of Serial, which I think is her best one as far as form goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually, and, why, why do you think that is true about the first episode? Because that kind of blends into like what makes for a great podcast maybe, too? It has all the traditional story elements. It has a hook. It has a second hook. It has her introduction. It has um, the conflict right away, the interesting characters, and then the plot starts. And it's kind of, it, it, it actually is an anticlimax at the end, but that's mm-hmm. a tease to the next episode. And what's really nice is that it's the most popular podcast of all time. Yeah. So <laughs> even if the kid... Even if there's not very many, but even if a couple are like, no, I don't know about this, uh, tough. It's the most successful of all time. So it's financially shown and, you know, popular culture has shown it worked. Yeah. The first episode got people to listen to the second and the third. So what did she do? So we break it down just like we would a five-paragraph essay, except it's a little more complex than that. And then try to try to write our own within that same form in the same way you would a five paragraph essay so different form but same process i love that so answer yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're jam- we're, we're jamming with we you. are we're Hi. totally yeah. jamming <laughs> we're smiling and nodding yeah, right. <laughs> now i guess one one question that i had because i feel like another area where i f- where I think I feel pushback and where where you talk about this sort of like sad like this the sort of sadness that comes from losing Shakespeare um, yeah. is maybe the the sadness where you talk about this sort of power of putting the transcript up on the screen and like letting people listen as the, as they read you know in your in the latest article in the Atlantic you talk about how you have a student who says like I, I have such trouble paying attention. Mm-hmm. to uh, like 45 minutes of reading but give me 45 minutes of a podcast and I'm in mm-hmm. you know do you, and I feel like I I mean I feel like there's like within this world of teachers there are people who lament that that why, why can't students just sit down and do 45 minutes of reading anymore um, that, yeah. that's, that that's a that, that do you, I mean do you see that as a loss or do you think that this is just a, a better a, a better way of, of doing things like a more modern yeah way. yeah I have lots of little answers to this I think I think it's more of a modern thing that people get distracted more yeah. yes yeah not necessarily the kid I feel like they're victims more than they are yeah 
I feel it in myself. I feel it yeah. in myself. Yeah. Yeah, I get distracted. Um, outside of my car, I have, a, I have a difficult time listening to just a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's 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 listening and reading that takes two of their senses that mm-hmm. gets them to focus. Because mm-hmm. um, if they read, they want to listen to music, and if they're listening to me, they want to check their phones. Yeah. 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 Like there's yeah. there's always the other sense, and if you can take care of them both, then you're good. So that's part of it. I think also part of it is we just get older and think nostalgically about when we were in high school, yeah. but I didn't read all the books. Uh, <laughs> me either. Me either. And, I mean, there's this really funny, I remember still, it's been so long, but I remember my best friend, his disastrously brutal presentation on some book that he did not read. <laughs> and, I, and, I wrote, and I wrote my journal then. I just saw it the other day. I will. Ne- I know now. I will never be an English teacher. Uh, We're not ready for this. And yeah. not only am I an English teacher, he was an English oh, teacher. Oh, that's God. hilarious! Uh, I got my my master's in literature. He's a principal now. Oh my gosh! So you know, we were the goofs. So mm-hmm. you know, I think we had premature prefrontal cortexes and yeah. <laughs> it was distracted easily, just like they are today. So mm-hmm. um, I, I listened to your other podcast about. Um, rigor in the classroom yeah. and about how the kids can get kind of unengaged by a critical article about Huck Finn. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's always been the case. If, yeah. if they get they get excited about Adnan, they want to write about that. Yeah. They've never written more in their journals than yeah. with serial. Yeah, yeah. They get. Hmm. So in that sense, in, in some ways, it's, then it's, it's not really a modern issue. The modern issue is that there's more sort of sources of distraction or more ways or more yeah. ways to be distracted. But... Right. That in some sense that the sort of the reading and listening alongside each other is is maybe a more sort of authentic way of processing things, mm-hmm. whether it's the twenty yeah. first century or even way or even way before. Okay, but the only thing I want to add to this is like it's also a really damn good story, you know. Right. Like I mean, if we had them listen to, I'll just keep going with Huck Finn. If we had them listen to Huck Finn and read it on the screen. I don't know if it would have the same No. I don't you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's real time. It's so, they're so into it. So interest plays student interest plays a huge role in it too. Yeah, and also they're real characters. Yes. And I, I, that can't yeah. be understated. Yeah. I do play audiobooks or I have in the past. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. Um nothing is more puts them to sleep more than that. Yeah. And uh, I can't listen to some of them either. They're not the real people. When right. they actually hear Adnan from yeah. jail, right. there's something much more personal and engaging and almost like, that's a weird word, but intimate. Like mm-hmm. you're actually, it's them. Totally. And it's Sarah Koenig. Um, it's not a narrator doing Huck's voice. Right. Hmm. And, part, of, um, part of that for me was actually really hard when I was, te- I felt like I was almost like, I felt like it, like, there was a part of me that felt it was wrong to be, like, right. I don't know. And I, I actually asked the kids that, you know, too, if any of yeah. them felt that way. Because it, it was so intimate that it felt wrong to be, like, spying right. in yeah. this way. And they didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were fine. Because mine didn't either. They didn't even know what I was talking about. I was like, this is getting kind of tough with, hey, men. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 and, my, even, it's, and my administrator said straight up. I mean, this is kind of weird, and it's, maybe this is modern. <laughs> I feel a very big push towards making um, teaching the kids the skills in 
or communicate with adults more than a classical education with literature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I've written about this, too, because my child now goes to a school where they focus on classical education, which is kind of what I prefer, but that's not what's trending right now. Yeah. And I've had administration tell me, you know, you can teach Hamlet, and then they do nothing with it yeah. because adults don't even know the story. Right. And if they do, they don't care anymore. They read it 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or they can listen to Serial and immediately talk to the vice principal about Serial in the hallway. That's um, really that's interesting. something ad- adults are listening to, adults yeah. are talking about. And if you want to get kids ready for yeah. not just the workforce but adult life, this is listening to adults. Sarah um, models narrative speak but also regular adult speak her interviews i think are um intentionally casual mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to show hey i have a couple different registers here as an adult so are ours mike yeah, so yeah, are ours yeah <laughs> <laughs> they do and uh i think they prefer that and i think i get that yeah. i get that that's cool yep yeah I never thought about that, actually. That's yeah, really, that's really, that's really great. interesting. Because it's true. I mean, yeah. those conversations happen all over yeah. campus, I think, when we started teaching it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, people wanted to talk about it. Which, again, like, part of me is, you know, I, I mean, part of me is like, oh, no, but, like, what, you know, like, I guess those, you know, those old, cla- those classics are going to, like, going to go by the wayside, going to go by the wayside a little bit, because you're right, there is this sort of, like, urgency to talking about these these new new forms and things. Well, I, I think we're like on a wave, you know, and I'm I'm will, I want to like ride this wave. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think uh, maybe the next wave is back, you know, goes back to what we know. I yeah. don't know, but I think it all will come. I don't know. It might come back, but this is a wave for sure. Well, I'm excited by this is where I start. Fan. I, I'm excited by the fact that cereal's not the end. I think yeah. they could do better. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great, and I think it's the best. But I felt, and this is just me, I felt like by episode eight or nine, she was still doing great work, but I don't think she was ready, or they were ready for that kind of popular mm-hmm. acclaim. Yeah. And, and I mean, I know this because they said so, that yeah. they were caught off guard by it. Yeah. I think if you know what you want to create over 12 episodes with a, with a big head start, um, that I think you can, you can be even better. I think it'll evolve to mm-hmm. something even greater. So, so cool. They're just getting so much better over the last five or six years. Yeah, so yeah, cool. it's exciting. It's exciting, and even I mean, now I'm now I'm like sitting here and thinking like that this that this. I mean, I don't even know. I'm to like to Laura's sort of uh, metaphor about the wave. I don't know if I would even. I mean, part of me feels like you know part of what happened in literature over a long time was sort of like the move from like modern like from sort of, like, realism to modernism to postmodernism to say that, like, there is no one voice right. that you should hear people, that, that yeah. like, you should hear people from, that people have these different ways of, like, thinking and viewing the world, um, and that this feels like an even further extension of those things, like a continuation of this long arc of saying it's not just, like, hearing different perspectives within a book, but is literally right. hearing the voices of those different perspectives, so cool. you know, in a in a podcast. So I feel, I mean, maybe this isn't a wave. Maybe this is just like a continuation of the arc that has been going on for a long Since time forever, in, in yeah. English in yeah. English literature. Certainly, yeah, an, an evolution in yeah. a way. Yeah, that they certainly sense. They feel 
they feel like they can help crack the case. Right. I mean, they, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, there's an investment. There's real people, and you were talking about talking to Peter, like talking to, to a teacher from Woodlawn. Mm-hmm. Changes everything and oh, makes it, it more yeah. virtual and more interactive, and yeah. This is so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I guess more mean. I guess more meaningful too. I mean, he got his appeal. Right. 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 It's happening. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who knows how much cereal had to do with it? But a little bit, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, even that they were so, that cereal was like coming up at the appeal means that it. That right. It's had a tangible impact on yeah. what's happening. Yeah. It, and for the kids to see that live is pretty great. Yeah. Cool. Mike, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. This thank is, you. This it's is so just like inspiring. Yeah, and, really, uh, really cool. I, I just, this is wonderful. I know that um, we should say like where where can our listeners find you? Yeah. Mrgodsey.com. M R G O D S E Y. Okay. And um, the lesson plans are on Teachers Pay Teachers. Awesome. Dot com. And yeah, and at the Atlantic, but the uh, the uh, the website's probably the best. MrGazi.com is a good place to find me. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Thanks well, for uh, thanks for uh, including me. Oh yeah, my gosh! Thank you so so much. Yeah. It's been really really awesome. You guys, uh, you guys are my pioneers. You guys, I thought about a podcast like this a year ago, but you're already on it. <laughs> you're already doing it way better than I imagined. Well, cool. we're, trying. We're, trying. we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Cool. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, thanks again so much, and I'm sure we'll probably be in touch again. Yeah. I hope so. Okay, great. Cool. Okay. Take Thank care. Bye bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, that was amazing! Wow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> He's still here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that's what the hang up. Yeah, yeah, we're happy. We're happy.